0: This is the Transcend Human Podcast, a show where we discuss how to navigate the highs and lows of the human condition. Each week, we address a new topic, and we see that there are two choices we can make. We can lower the bar, go with the flow, and react to what the world throws at us. Or we can be proactive, deciding in advance how we want to live, and in essence, rise above the human condition. We hope the discussion today is just what you need for the week ahead. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Great to have you with us. It is October 25th, 2021. Great to have you here. We are actually coming to the end of a series that we've been doing called Transcendent Parenting. And for those of you who have been following along, we are on our ninth episode already. Can you believe it? I mean, it's just, it's crazy to me to think how, you know, Tammy and I kind of came up with this idea, hey, what if we did a parenting series and You know, We started knocking out a couple episodes, and before you know it, here we are on the ninth episode. It's been so much fun. For those of you just joining us, um, here's where we've been so far. So week one was first things first. We talked about having a strong marriage. Week two, parenting isn't optional. We talked about how parenting is a really high calling and that you have to be all in. Week three, parenting through the stages. So we looked at the developmental stages and and what it takes to parent through those different stages. Week four, a parenting plan of attack. We talked about proactive parenting versus reactive parenting. Uh, Week five, sell your helicopter. Uh, What would it look like if you stopped being a helicopter parent? Uh, Week five, or no, week six rather, making memories, how to turn negative events into memories that you'll laugh about forever. Week seven, prep for launch. So what it looks like to ensure that your kids are ready to fly the coop. And then last week, we talked about the afterlife, what it looks like to have adult children uh, and really to join the parenting community. So this week, we're changing things up just a little bit. Um, We're calling it a ruthless parenting assessment. So basically, that just means that we sat down as a family and we did a panel discussion with our kids to basically ask them what they felt, what they had to say about the content that we've been covering throughout the series. So the five of us sat around the dining room table and we just had a good conversation, a conversation that eventually turned into two hours worth of content. So this week, what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna release two episodes in one week. Um, Both are around an hour, um, but both are connected, right? Part of the same original conversation. But before we go into that, um, one more housekeeping item I wanted to walk through. So just so you know, the audio quality may change a bit. This was a little difficult. First time I've ever done um, an episode with multiple people like this. So right now I'm speaking into my personal uh, microphone that I use for most of the other sessions that I do for Transcend Human. Uh, But in order to do the panel discussion, we all had to sit around the table and use a slightly modified version of the microphone. And so it is going to sound a little different, but hopefully you'll be able to hear everyone and it'll go off without a hitch. So without further ado, here is part one of the ruthless parenting assessment. All right. So here we are, we're all five of us sitting around the table, finally convinced them to do this with us. Um, so why don't we start by just kind of walking around the table and introducing ourselves. Uh, And we'll start with the oldest, of course. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, what stage of life you're in, and a fun fact about yourself.
1: All right, perfect. My name is Allie. I'm a junior in college. I go to Pepperdine University in Malibu. I'm studying sustainability and political science. Um, And a fun fact about myself is that
2: I have 12 tattoos. Sweet. Mm, Allie, when did you, how old were you 12? when you got your first Wait, 12? tattoo? Wait, <laughs> did your parents know about all 12 of these tattoos?
1: They knew about 11 of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I got my first one at 18. So I was a legal age. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There you go. What are your plans after school, Allie? Are you like done once you're finished with, with your undergrad? Is that it?
1: I want to go to law school to study environmental law. So.
2: That is that's, the goal. That's the goal. What I know about Allie, if she puts her mind to something, she will accomplish it. So that's what I know about her. So we'll see. We'll follow back up in a few years. See where Perfect. you're at. Sound okay. like a plan. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Next.
1: Hi, I'm Rachel, and I am majoring in musical theater at a school in New York called Molloy College. Mm -hmm. Um, But the musical theater program is called CAP 21, and I'm also minoring in writing. And um, a fun fact about me, also, I'm 19. (laughs) I am not 18. (laughs) I I am 19. My 18 was lost in COVID, okay? I don't remember it. I'm 19 now, and a fun fact about me is that I have two turtles and a fish. Their names are Taco, Nacho, and Aggie. Mm. And they're my faves
2: when did you get those about a year ago almost like a year ago, last summer so what happens Rachel when you go off to college where do your two turtles and your fish go they stay here um, everyone,
1: everyone takes care of them <laughs> I wish I could I
2: wish I could take care of them sure. I
1: wish they could come with me but unfortunately my roommate would kill me so
2: Rachel tried. She thought that maybe she could make them um, emotional support. You know, I could. Like, I could get. Them she shirt. could. She could put them on an airplane and fly them to New York City with her. I could do it. My yeah.
1: roommate would just be really mad with me. Yeah,
2: mad at me. So Rachel, what do you? What's your goal? What, what? Why? Why musical theater? What's your goal? What do you? What do you want to do with that? And if you don't know, it's fine. But like, do you have any thoughts? Like, do you want to be on Broadway someday, or are you like? Eh, Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I want to teach. Maybe I want to do screen acting. Maybe I want to direct. Maybe I want to write. You're obviously doing a writing minor. Why?
1: Um, Well, I don't necessarily, like, need to end up on Broadway. That's not necessarily my goal. Um, But I would really enjoy to be in, like, any different part of the industry. That includes writing. I think it would be really cool to get more into playwriting and screenwriting. Also directing, um stuff like that also I do want to try out more screen acting stuff so it's kind of just experiencing lots of different things and figuring out mm-hmm. what I stick best with
2: that's awesome so for those of us who people who may not you know be in the industry and in the know tell us the difference what is screen acting screenwriting what, what do you mean by that
1: well screen acting is acting for film so Hollywood you know independent films Big blockbuster movies, stuff like that. TV all different shows, kinds of TV play. shows, all those different kinds of things. Um, screenwriting and playwriting are different. You know, writing for film, writing for live theater,
2: stuff like that. Um, yeah. Okay. So that would be the difference. Screen Screenwriting, screen acting is TV. TV. It's things work. Things are edited and on cut camera. and on camera. Mm-hmm. And playwriting and Broadway is all live. Mm-hmm yep live theater. Yeah. yeah love it love it love it okay and the baby of the family
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right um i'm going to my junior year of high school what's your name what your <laughs> 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 my name is tyler and um i'm going to partola high school um yeah, I mean, a fun fact about me is that um, I just recently got a car. It's cool. Um, and yeah. Tell
2: us about this car of yours.
3: It is a 1992 Mazda MX-5 Miata. Um,
2: what color is it?
3: It's red with black wheels, um, and it has pop-up lights, which are my favorite parts. So. <laughs>
2: And have you named this car of yours? I have. Yes. Oh, it what is
3: it? The... It's Millie.
2: Millie. Why um, Millie?
3: It rolls off the time because M-I for Millie, M-I for Miata. Are you sure it's case? not Millie
2: Bobby Brown?
1: No,
3: it's spelled differently, <laughs> so it's not why I it off to me.
2: So Ty, what do you do? What do you do in your free time when you're not in school? Besides driving your uh, new um, Miata. Yeah.
3: I like to watch a lot of movies. I love watching TV shows. I just finished *Outer Banks* season two, which is really good. Um, *Stranger Things* obviously is a favorite of mine, and uh, hang out with my girlfriend a lot. That's about it.
2: What else takes a lot of your time? Um, what are you doing right now? What is what is We're your life? What is your life? <laughs> <involved>? Oh, football. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: thought for some reason you said outside of. That. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I've. I play three sports right now, which includes football, volleyball, and ice hockey, and they're all different seasons, luckily, but they sometimes intermix, but yeah, football right now is what's taken most of my time of day, for sure.
2: So Ty is in the middle of what is called dog days right now, so beginning of season, two days, getting ready for season to start, right? Mm -hmm. First uh, scrimmage like with another team this week. So okay. it, it becomes his life at this time of the year, mm-hmm. so. Super fun! Now you know our three faves right here. These are it. These are the three faves. The oldest, the middleest, and the youngest. Okay, so I have a fun fact question. I know, what, I know what they're gonna say. This is so easy. Who's the favorite of mom and dad's? I
1: wonder. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler.
2: Baby, baby, child,
1: child. last right born baby. Both, mom. No, I'm dad's favorite.
0: <laughs> oh, <what? laughs>
3: uh, at least you know it. I know
1: it, okay. and I admit to it. I can be honest. Okay. I'm sorry, Allie. I'm sorry, but uh, you don't I just doesn't
3: get a favorite. She's just fine.
1: Okay. Me. They Whatever. both like her like
3: equally. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, sh- okay. I should at some point tell the story about the Christmas ornaments, but we'll hold on that for for right now. So. They always do joke with us, though, that Tyler, because he's the baby, is the favorite in yes. the house. It's,
1: it's not, not a joke. joke. <laughs> 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 yeah. Wow! It's a a out out. <laughs> it's just being honest, you know, <laughs> just speaking our truth.
2: <laughs> okay, well, there we go. There's
1: intros,
0: now you know our intros, kids. All good. Now all you right. know our kids. Awesome. All right. Well. This episode is a little bit different than the ones we've done before. So we thought, and actually we didn't necessarily think of this. I think it was Tyler who at one point was like, dude, when are you going to let me be on your podcast? I want to be on there. Mm -hmm. So some of this isn't us asking the kids to be on here. Some of this is the kids asking to be on. So I'm not sure which came first. But so here we are. We've got the kids. We're going to do a ruthless parenting assessment. So we're just going to kind of look at this as a... Panel discussion, we're going to throw out questions and we're just going to have a good old conversation around the table. I'm sure you probably haven't listened to a single one of the parenting episodes, so I'll have to do a little bit of explaining as we go, <laughs> I didn't but know it's okay. Out yet. All, it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll start with an easy one. When you found out that mom and I were doing this podcast and that we we're going to do a parenting series, what was the first thing that went through your head?
1: My initial thought was... Why are you doing a parenting <laughs> podcast? <laughs> and, and yeah, just, you know, questioning. So. Wow. <laughs> Harsh, okay. Mine wasn't pretty much the opposite. I was like, well, you're good parents. That would be cool. So huh. I was yes. like, good, good for the world, you know?
0: <laughs> good I don't for the know. world. <laughs> good for the environment. So
1: kind of the opposite of that, but it's okay.
3: Whatever. Uh, no. As Dad kind of brought up already, my initial reaction was I wanted to be in it and I wanted to feel special. So <laughs> I asked him to be in one of the episodes and
0: it was kind of up in the air.
3: But here we are. Here we are. are. Right. Here we are. Yeah. Good job, Chad. We made it.
0: There you go.
2: Good work.
0: Good Sweet. Work. Easy. It. Question one down. All right. So question number two kind of has to do with the first episode, which it's a parenting series, but we kind of flipped it on people in the first whole episode was about marriage and having a strong marriage and how important that is. Because if you don't have a strong marriage, parenting is going to be very difficult. So based on that, the questions for you are, what are some positive things you see about us as a married couple? And then what are some things that aren't so positive?
2: Or things, I don't like that word, aren't so positive. How about things we well, could then, work on?
0: reframing reframe it. How about
2: things we <laughs> <Yeah>. can <could laughs> work on?
0: There you go. Good call. And this start. one, Yeah, this one, Rachel, go ahead. Yeah, I'll
1: start, okay? Middle child can start for once. Um, don't even worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, guys. I'm okay. Um, so, one thing that I thought was a, a good positive, something you guys do pretty well, is that when you get into conflict, it's almost always very healthy conflict that leads to resolution or growth and nothing that ends up in a super toxic weird spot that makes everyone feel uncomfortable um it's usually very healthy and like helpful I think for both of you so
2: there you
1: go I'm letting Tyler talk about the other one that I said because
3: thank you I appreciate it you're welcome so I'll go next um one of the pros I think that I see of their marriage is just how they kind of balance each other out, meaning more of how um, how my dad is kind of a not so social person, <laughs> likes the home life, which I can relate to. That I'm very similar. <laughs> and I love it. Don't get me confused. But um, my mom, on the other hand, is that exact opposite, and she likes to be out with friends and with family and just enjoying life outside of the house. Um, but I think. Both of those in a marriage works well together because they push each other to be better people and they push each other to go outside their comfort zone, which is very important in marriages and relationships in general. So um, I don't think Rachel had a con. I don't know about that I did not have a con. But I tried to think of one just to make it a little more interesting. <laughs> and, um, I tried my best. I would say not a con, something for them to work on maybe um, is just that whenever there's any you know bad days going on it can just lead to arguments and it can lead to tension that it's not really like tension towards the kids but it's just tension that is up in the air and you can kind of sense it I guess so
1: which is funny because that's the opposite of what my pro was yeah
3: we have different views (laughs) I mean you see the house differently. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and you you've been gone I mean
2: and the thing is is you guys feel the house differently right Mm -hmm. like the way that like your personalities and the way that you're wired and the way that you hear and read into things, you feel things differently, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've, Dad and I were talking about that not that long ago that like I feel, I feel like I have this need to try to make everybody happy, like in the family. So, like, if I feel like somebody isn't engaged or somebody's unhappy with somebody else, I wanna fix that.
1: What? <laughs> no, I really... I'm shocked. <laughs> It's not so like we all sat wow. down in a group therapy session. <laughs> <night>. <laughs> it's okay. Group therapy sessions don't exist in this house. So,
2: <laughs> never. Never in million years would we ever do that. So it's because I feel things right in a certain way, and so that makes. I mean, that can be the exactly the same that Tyler feels things, and you may feel it in a different way. So yeah, that makes sense to me. Molly, you got anything to say over there? Um I would just say,
1: Rose would be you can just tell they really love and care about each other they do like they check in with each other make sure everything is going okay they also hug each other around the house kiss each other around the house so it's just nice to see with your parents
2: Mm -hmm. so
3: gross when we were younger but oh i can literally (laughs) remember them being
2: like ew that's so gross (laughs) it shows a healthy
1: relationship it
2: does
3: for sure
1: very (laughs) true. Sure. If so only nice.
2: you could see Rachel's face right now.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's great. I agree, Holly. It's really healthy. <laughs> Everyone needs to see yeah, that yeah. around the house. It's really healthy. It's cute. You know, it's great. It's great.
0: <laughs> Next time we'll do a video podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can do all the facial expressions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We'll be good.
1: Uh-huh. All
0: right. So that was question number two. Question number three. So a couple episodes later, we talked about parenting through the stages and so obviously you're not going to remember back to when you were infants and toddlers and things like that to know what kind of parents we were um but i guess just looking back in the the last couple stages that you remember so probably like elementary middle and high school um where would you say we did our best parenting and what do do you see there as being a stage that was like difficult for us where you feel like we were like confused or or lost or something as parents
2: are ready to give them back and be like can we start over can we do this again or even to think about like is there one of those stages that you felt like dad was more engaged in than I was or I was more engaged in than dad was or I did a better job or dad did a better job you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) well because one of the things we talked about I think in that episode is that like we always used to I don't know, I think we've told you guys this, but we always used to joke before when we first started dating and first got married that when we had kids, that I would take them as little kids. Like so when you guys were little, like I would be the one to do all of it. And then when you guys got to be teenagers, I was scared of teenagers at that point. And dad worked with teenagers. So I, I was like, you get them as teenagers. Like I'm <laughs> handing them off. I'll have done my job. And then you get to you get to take them through the teenage years. But I don't really think it's worked that way. <laughs> no. So, so. Um, yeah. So, and part of it is we've had this, the, you, I don't know, I was having this discussion with maybe all of you, I can't remember, but about how I said something about like, oh, I think I'd like to work with college students. And Al, I think it was Allie. And Allie's like, every stage we're at, you're like, oh, I think I'd like to work with that group of kids. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Changes every time. <Yes. laughs> every couple of years, you reassess. Really <laughs> But so it's different. It's because I think I've just realized as you guys grow and get older, like I love every stage that you're at. And I like, I, there are stages that are harder for sure, but like I can see the positive and the fun and like every stage. And so, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think when you think back about elementary, middle and high?
3: I will start this one, I guess. Um, I think my answer kind of is the answer to both. So it's like, because I think the main question was um, what stages were the hardest and like what they did the best on, I guess. Mm. Um, and I think like I would say my middle school years leading to my freshman year was, it was a rough like time just for the parents in general because with like just. Middle school is a very, like, it's a difficult time for the people, like, the students. (laughs) Awkward transition. Yeah, I mean, especially for, like, puberty and stuff like that that's happening in friend groups. Um, It's just, I'm sure it's difficult for us, so I'm sure it's just difficult for them just to handle us. But I think that's where I saw a lot of, like, the learning, I guess, come through with that. Which is, like, instead of, I guess, telling us what they think, they started to like, understand that they need to listen to us sometimes and that they need to, like, learn from our life and our life experiences and not just go off of theirs, which I think was the positive of that kind of stage, I guess. So,
0: mm-hmm. Good so, you, so you feel like we were able to do that, that we were able to kind of, yeah. like, stop talking and listen more? I think to a lot,
3: like, of before it was, I mean, we're younger, so you, like, you're obviously going to try to point us in the right direction, but I think at some point in like raising children, in my perspective, I'm not a parent or an adult, so how would I know, right? But <laughs> I sure. From seeing it from my point of view, I would just like you'd want them to like listen, because a lot of the time, for I know a lot of parents, it's just them batting down on their kids and never listening to them. So I think you guys did a pretty good job of that.
0: I love it.
2: So, I feel like most parents, they just sit and talk most of the time. It's like they're talking at. Yeah. Like they
3: never ask their kid how they're doing. Like it's always just them barding down on, you're not doing this well, you're not doing that well, mm. not good enough grades, stuff like that, where I think that just is degrading to them at some point. Mm. it makes them feel worse about themselves. So, mm. yeah.
2: So, that's interesting. So, that makes me want to ask the girls that same question because obviously as a parent what I have learned is like we have like we have figured things out as we go along so we always joke with Allie that like poor Allie (laughs) 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 Allie got the the uh parts of us that we were trying to do our best but then we you do it with one, and then you get to the second one. You're like, eh, I don't know why we cared so much about that. Like that she, really it, wasn't that big of a deal. She was the
0: test child. She
2: was, yeah, game yeah. First First born, she was I mean, the guinea pig. The... Yeah,
0: firstborn gets yeah.
2: It. yeah, it's yeah. So they get all of your attention and all of your love and all of your like. But at the very beginning, but they also get like all, all of the, the expectations, all the expectations, all the rules, all the. So would you say that you felt the same way about when you were going through middle school? Would you? Do you feel like you had the same experience that Tyler had Uh, with us? Do you feel like we listened to you? That we listened more than we talked? That we heard you? I mean, for me, middle school was just—I felt like it was a pretty easy
1: time. Mm -hmm. It's why I felt like there wasn't much discussion to be had because. Your grades were good.
3: That's <laughs> perfect. <Lucky, right? laughs>
1: I was just like in the middle of like soccer was at its peak and I was like really loving that. And so there was like that was like that was my life. And so everything everything was invested in that. And so it just yeah, great. Right? Like school was good. I had lots of really good friends and everything was just at a at a good point, I guess I would say. So, so there was not much needed talking. Yeah.
0: Rachel's got that look on her face. Yeah, Rach. (laughs) I just don't know. You didn't feel the same way or no?
1: No, I just, I don't really remember. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't really remember my middle school years very much. I remember I didn't, I wasn't doing great towards the end of middle school, but I didn't feel like I was also getting decent grades, not terrible grades, Mm -hmm. but not the best grades (laughs) either. I was getting a decent mix. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, you know, when I wasn't doing as well, they definitely were like, asking me and trying to help me figure out how to do better and wasn't necessarily like a degrading thing but i don't know yeah i just don't really remember much of middle school
2: yeah
1: i feel like from an overview perspective mm-hmm. as the oldest looking <laughs> looking at you guys parent the other two there the- <laughs> we Some go a little older <laughs> yeah, so, okay but i was in middle school you guys were pretty good at like just the setting, like expectations, I guess. True. But also, like you, like trying to keep us safe. So, like I'm putting these rules in place because like we want to protect you guys, and I think you guys did that really well. Yeah. They weren't like overbearing, but you could see right. why they were there. Right. They explained why the rules were there and why they were important to them. Yeah, but I think that got a little harder during high school, mm-hmm. and you two just trying to figure out when, the- how do we do this? How do we put this in place with them? Also, like. You need to let go, too, and let them make their own decisions. And I think you guys struggled with... That's true. Especially with Tyler, I think. Yeah. Where true. to put those exactly into place. Because I remember mm-hmm. in middle school, too, you guys were super clear about phones and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that was a big thing. Like, very clear expectations. No matter how hard you tried, there was no getting around them. And I think they were fair expectations, but they were very, like, clear and set very strongly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not in a negative way, really, but just... Yeah. I agree.
2: So what I hear you saying is that come high school, you feel like, do you feel like there was different expectations for you guys? Like Ali, so you said, so what I heard you say was that we struggled with where the boundaries were at. And what I thought I was going to have you say is that we gave you harsher boundaries than we gave the others. But what I'm hearing you say is that we give Tyler harsher boundaries than we gave you.
1: Yeah, I would say that. I think, I mean, also with Tyler having a girlfriend. Right. That's just the majority of it. You guys were at different points in life. Yeah. but At the ages that you were, I guess. I I could see that, though. I think you were pretty chill with me, like, for the most part. I feel like with Allie, it was more stuff like, oh, no Snapchat. Like, things like that. Versus, And because she didn't really, ha, like, she didn't have a boyfriend. She didn't hang out with any guys. It was all, like, she was all part of a mm-hmm. girl group. And she only ever hung out with them. And she was very responsible about her time management. Not that Tyler's terrible at those things or that whatever. But just, Allie, as the oldest child, <laughs> has just always been a little bit more perfect than everybody else. Oh, wow. she. she wow. Is she spends a lot, she, well she told us this a couple days ago, she spends a lot of time on her schoolwork and is very specific about that and cares a lot about it, so she was just putting all of her time and energy in the stereotypical places that parents want their kids to spend their time and energy. Not necessarily these two, but just parents in general, like school, good grades, not spending too much time with friends, but still having a social life and, you know, balancing family and all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So... Versus, like, I guess, and she's a girl and Tyler's a guy. So there are different expectations there as well about safety and things that you do and don't do, and mm-hmm. which we've talked about. But mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe a, they're also just very different
2: situations. Mm-hmm. I'm a good yeah. middle ground there. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that so. is true. Because you, so. Because what I'm hearing the talk, some of it is boyfriend versus boyfriend, like having being in a relationship mm-hmm. versus not being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So Allie didn't really have any serious relationships in high school. She had some so. guys that she kind of dated here and there, but nothing talk to here, right? And there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but nothing serious. And you're no. right; she did hang out with mostly a group of girls yes. that don't were remember her ever hanging all out, on guys. the same path, all mm-hmm. like all right. Yeah. So were you were in a relationship in high school? So do you feel like, so maybe this is a good question for you. Do you feel like we're tougher on Tyler than we are, than we were with you and your significant other in high school? Oh.
3: I know the answer to this one. Oh, wow.
2: Well, to your perspective. Okay, so okay. I'm interested to see what Rachel's perspective is. I mean,
1: yeah, this is a hard question because I feel like the same rules and the same topics have been discussed Like, between, like, I think you talked about the same things with me that you talked about with him in the same way that you did it. And we both had curfews and we both had expectations, like, but also, like, I think genuinely just because the person that I was dating was a very, like, I don't know. You just, like, knew that that person wasn't going to take advantage of me. You were less, like, just because I'm a girl, you weren't super harsh about, you know, being alone with him and stuff like that. I did have to wait till I was 16, though. Did what? To start dating, to be in a relationship. And that, unfortunately, was not the case, I don't think, right? And Tyler's like, no, no, to spend time alone with somebody definitely was to spend time alone with another, with the other gender, the other sex was you had to be at least 16. And then dating also followed that rule. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that I strongly, I had a guy friend that I ended up dating, but I did not, I made it very clear to him that I was not able to spend time alone with him until I was 16, yeah. because that was a very strict rule in this house. And because Tyler, I think, is a guy and just whatever, and because, you know, they were also close friends and she was also, like, always at our house, like, it was just different. It was mm-hmm. a different situation. Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: Yeah.
1: But I don't think you guys were overly strict on me just because I was a girl, necessarily. So
2: do you feel like we had the same basic rules in place for both of you? Yes. I think so. Do you agree with that, Chad?
3: Like basic rules. I don't know enough about her relationship to really fully have an answer. I think you know a good amount of me and Emma's and I don't. Have
2: a clue what right. rules were. Well, right like, there, well, yeah. like, like, could you be curfew. like curfews, being together, being some like in a house a by yourself? together, right? Right, like, were there the basic just like did I allow? Did I allow Rachel and her significant other to be in our house by themselves? Mm-hmm. Dude, I More allow you and alone. your significant other to be in our the house by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, that's what I meant by basic rules. Like, yeah, I guess basic rules,
1: like
2: basic so, boundaries. Yeah, I basic guess. boundaries. Yeah. 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 That involved yeah. the family in the house and
1: stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One of the things the girls always used to joke, oh my gosh, they used to get so mad at this. So when we lived in Indiana, there was a girl who lived down the street from us that Tyler became friends oh. with. She just was like, she kind of became like, just, she just, they that were friends. So. Like, you know, she, they just hung out all the time together and she would come over and she would hang out at our house and they would, you know, play, if that's what you call yeah. it, right? In elementary school. Right. And the girls would get so pissed mm-hmm. because I would allow her to be in our house. Her and Tyler would be up in the room playing all Legos alone all the time. Playing like yeah. Nerf guns. Mm-hmm. Like and the girls would be like, That's so not fair. So Tyler, Tyler gets to have a
3: girl we over in his room. Eight years old. What are <laughs> we gonna do? So
2: so <laughs> I wouldn't have
1: been able to do the opposite.
3: Accidentally touch each other's hand. Oh, <laughs> oh no, cooties.
1: Who like, knows? Come man. on, dude. Who knows? Come on.
3: Who knows?
2: <laughs> just saying. It's true. I know. So it's, it's it's crazy. just it's funny to like think back about those things. Cause I was like, you guys really, come on now. But they would get so like mm-hmm. But this was the
1: rule and you're yeah. not following it. Difference between parenting girls, females, and parenting males, you know.
2: Or is it the difference between Learning as we go along, both, in our parenting. both, yeah, 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 it's a good mix of both, yeah, there you go. Okay, that was a fun conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All the different expressions on mm-hmm. your face, it's so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so in week four, we talked about these two concepts that are they're kind of like high level concepts and we spent a lot of time talking about them so i'll just kind of high level explain what we talked about and then get your reaction to that so the first one is this idea be the idea is called the just love culture that that we try to create in our house this culture where justice and love were like these two things that like had equal weight so obviously the justice side is the rules and the expectations and the boundaries and all those things. And the love side is obviously loving each other and loving, mm-hmm. th- you know, the whole concept of we love you no matter what, even when you fail, we love you. That's not going to change. Um, and that really, if you don't have that healthy balance between those two things, you get a little bit off center and you start having problems. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, if you're a ruthless parent that doesn't show any love, you know, that's a bad environment. If you're too loving and you just kind of let all the rules go by the wayside, then you're basically not training the person up to be a person who has an understanding of rules and expectations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the question for that for you guys is like, did you feel that as, as we raised you, as we parented you, did you feel like that's the, um, I guess, the, the way that we approach things or were we out of balance with that?
1: I mean, I I just spent so much time talking, but I could go again. I, I like talking about this question. Sure. Okay. Because um, I took psychology in high school and that's something that we talked about. <laughs> that's something that we talked I took about. Psychology. I, I did. You guys could see their faces. This is
2: the best. No,
1: I forget you might know, but it's I forget the guy's name who made the parenting style, whatever, like true, whatever. I don't remember what it's called. But they're, you know, the different there's like authoritative authoritarian, permissive. I think there are just three or maybe there's four, but I can't remember. Different parenting styles. Yeah, but I definitely was after learning about that, like I was very, it was very clear to me that it was like definitely not authoritarian was the whole like lots of rules, not a lot of love. And then permissive was very loving and not a lot of rules. And then authoritative was like nice in the middle. And that's, I think that's very much what you guys have been throughout pretty much our entire lives. I think like, it's been a pretty good middle ground, like authoritative. We're going to set up rules, but here's why and here's why they're important. And we can talk about them if you seriously think that they're unfair. But also, like, you know, if you break one of those rules or if something happens that we aren't super happy about, it doesn't mean that we're not going to love you. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to support you through that and mm-hmm. help you figure it out, you know. So I would say it was a pretty good balance. I might be the only one.
2: No, I would agree. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say the same thing. You guys did a good job balancing the two. One really didn't like weren't too like lax. We weren't too strict either.
2: Yeah. <laughs> come on dying like right. to hear you talk. <laughs> I
3: don't know. It's like I think just compared to like so many other sibling relationships, I just think this isn't really part of the question, I guess. That's okay. But just with the like just the environment of like, just our, not even this house, just like any place that we're all in together. It's very like, like I just, I've seen just so many sibling ships that it's just full of hatred and just full of like, not wanting to talk to each other not wanting to see each other when I see like, ours are very healthy and different, um, which it's pretty rare to see, I think today, siblings as close as we are. So I think that's cool. And I think that kind of comes with the whole parenting thing because if you guys didn't, I think a lot of it came from you guys, like you guys putting us in positions to, um, you know, talk to each other and not just be ourselves and hang out with other people. You know, I think it kind of came with, just rules like that like even with i don't always like this rule but Mm -hmm. having like family nights and i don't i don't like i don't like the rule well i don't like the rule because they're very unplanned and it's like i make plans (laughs) weeks in advance and mom's like you have to have this day free and i'm like i don't already have that day free because made plans weeks in advance (laughs) but anyways as i was saying saying. i I think that's a positive if anything. um but I agree with them saying with the whole balance thing, but I think anyone really with parents and rules and stuff, they're going to see some that they're not going to like and see some that they think are unfair,
0: mm-hmm. which
3: I'm assuming every kid does in their life at some point. So, but I think you guys did a pretty good job with balancing it out.
2: So, so do you guys feel like if there was a rule and you didn't look, you didn't like it or you didn't understand it or you didn't think it was fair, could you, ask, could you talk to us? Could there be a discussion or was it just a shutdown? This is the rule. I'm not talking to you about it. It's because I said so. And it's done.
1: I mean, I think I definitely knew which ones were arguable and which ones were not. (laughs) Not that you guys would would not want to have a conversation about it, but just that it's like, this is not worth my energy because I know they aren't going to change their stance on it. Mm -hmm. Not that they're going to be disrespectful to me about it, but I know that It's there for very important reasons, even though I don't like it, I know that they aren't going to change it. And then ones that are like, why, why was (laughs) this, why did this happen? This was so unnecessary. We aren't going to do this anymore. And I was, I was heard out, I feel. And that's when I was like, that's towards the end of high school though, you know? So towards the end where it was more important to talk about those things and to have like respectful discussions about stuff like that, like the whole screen time thing that you put on my phone as a junior in high school for the first time. I was very unhappy about that. And I made that very clear because it seemed unreasonable. And you were like, okay.
0: It's because Apple had just right, released yeah, it. Apple had we just were like, released it. Oh my it. goodness, they wanted to look at these new Try it out in the parents. alley.
1: just passed the cusp. <laughs> but unfortunately, poor Rachel, as a junior in high school, was subjected to screen time. <laughs> but... It's fine, because after a little bit of talking about it, it, it became optional at that point. But, you know, so things like that it just depended on the rule and depended on how serious it was and for what reasons it was put into place, I think.
2: There
0: yeah. it. All right. So that was the first thing that we talked about that week. The second thing was this whole concept of home being a safe place. So to just kind of explain what that means is we have this belief that Home needed to be a safe place, so we know that you're going to try things, we know that you're going to make mistakes, we know that you're going to break the rules, but the hope was that if, if you ever had those situations outside with other people or in, in the community at school, that you could come home and home would be that safe place. Also safe place, meaning we're not going to give you drugs and alcohol. We're not going to.
2: Let you just have sex on our family room floor. Sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that we weren't going to provide inappropriate content on the TV, just like leaving it wide open so that you could watch whatever you wanted to watch. So that was kind of the, the concept of home being a safe place with, again, with that understanding that I guess. So an illustration would be a, you know, a kid goes out, they go to a party and they try drinking and they, get drunk and they have to call their parents to come pick them up like we're going picking you up we're bringing you home and home is a safe place that kind of thing we're not going to house the party at our house and provide <laughs> the alcohol but we know that you know life happens and home needs to be that safe place so that being said did you guys did we ever tell you that specifically or did did you feel that in the way that we tried to create that home environment
1: I think the first time it came up for me was probably when I got into a relationship and stuff like that. That's the first time that it was explicitly explained. It's like these rules are in place to make it a safe environment for everyone and, you know, and for you. and Because, I mean, it makes sense if a bad experience were to happen in the house because you guys just let whatever happen. Then it's like, then I have to live here for how, who knows long, who mm-hmm. knows how long, right? And that's, you know, something that I can't necessarily get away from. So, I guess that, like, that was the first time that it was brought up for me. But I definitely, you guys can talk more about this, but I definitely saw it more in the aspect of, like, being a safe place for other people. That was mm-hmm. always something that was more, like, explained and more, I don't know, talked about and by other people. Like, just people who needed a place to stay, like, being a part of safe families or just anyone, like, friends and stuff who needed a place to crash or a place to be because of their environment at their home or anywhere else like our house was always a very safe environment for those people and from like personal experience with those people that's something that they've clearly stated like so I feel like that's what I saw more through was for other people and yeah, that's
0: that's interesting that you bring that up because I'm I'm coming at it from much more of a how we're trying to parent our own kids mm-hmm. but you're right I mean because we created the environment to be that way it was kind of naturally a place where other people could come and feel safe too. Mm-hmm. True. Did
2: you miss out someone? Okay. Anything to say over there?
1: <laughs> yeah. I would say the same thing. I also just remember having conversations too about like the whole kind of partying thing you were bringing out, like, Oh, if you were like to go to a party and you need someone to pick you up, like you can call us and like, we can't pick you up. That doesn't mean we wouldn't have a conversation with you about it, oh, right. but we wouldn't judge you for it either. And you could come home and know that like you, a, you wouldn't get it like a, a bed to sleep in and a roof yeah, and food over here. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, yeah, I would say in that way, I, at least for me, I remember that being explicitly spelled out.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Ty?
3: Um, I remember the same as Allie. Like, I remember you just sitting the three of us down. I forget if you were there or not. But I remember mom sitting us down and, like, just saying, like, if you ever need... I remember more not of, like, needing, like, when we come home. I remember more of, like,
1: when we're in the thing, mm-hmm. like,
3: to text on a certain, like, thing. And, like, that will be, like, you need to leave. Like, it's an emergency at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Gives them which them is it's just, like, you. kind of a reassurance thing because it's, like... Um, When those kind of things happen, like, I know for me, I would start panicking. And then when I have something like that, kind of like a lifeline, it would be nice, you know? Um, So, but I think it's still scary, I'm sure. I haven't been in a situation, but it would be scary just to... I don't... I'm feeling like I'm being negative, Nancy. But um, I just feel like if I would ever be in that situation, I mean, you guys are still our parents. And it comes with, like, we don't want to, like, disappoint you and we don't want to, like... We don't make you guys feel like you're doing the wrong thing or anything like that. But I guess just knowing that you guys, like, actually care to talk to us about it is pretty cool.
2: So you kind of had, now, I mean, this isn't, this is kind of a stretch. But you kind of had a little bit of a situation in the past few months. Dad talked about it a little bit on the podcast, actually. Well, no, not on this podcast. Well, on your podcast, but not in these parenting episodes. But where you were out with friends. Hmm. driving late at night oh yes and it wasn't a decision you you made necessarily right but a situation happened where you found yourself a bunch of kids found themselves scared and Mm -hmm. and did you feel like you could call home and you weren't going to get yelled at and screamed at and like
3: (laughs) that situation is hard because right before it happened there was a conversation of am I allowed to go out at this time of night? Mm -hmm. And that was the scariest part for me to call you because I know that you would, like, that was the suckiest thing is I wasn't necessarily scared. I was just like, what if that was me? And, like, the amount of, like, pressure that would have put on you, Mm -hmm. just you personally, because, I'm like, you had a say in it, I'm sure, but you were the person that, like, would have said yes or Mm no. And, like, I was just scared that if it was me, like, I would, like, if I were to survive that, like, I would have felt like crap for the rest of my life you know mm-hmm.
1: for even but
3: like I know like I pushed for it because obviously I wanted to hang out with friends mm-hmm. I, it was just fun that's a normal a
2: teenage thing right yeah you have to push I didn't want to go
3: it. home and sit by myself <laughs> in my bed like it's boring <laughs> but I mean you guys were the first person I wanted to call so
2: mm-hmm.
3: I think that says something about
2: wow. not me.
3: <laughs> oh you were out in the lawyer or something I don't know that's, that's true I was out, in out
2: in in though mom mom they've mom always mom told each other that if anybody ever gets put in jail they're not calling
3: mom. no no It'll, be one of
2: them. It'll just calling if, each other. If it was
1: me or Tyler, we would go call Ally. Now you should call me. Second uh, of this. Uh, Although yeah. I know Tyler's phone number. <laughs> 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 she went to ask the police <laughs> <oldest laughs> to look through her phone and find um, my number. She would for her. call
3: me to ask to for your number. <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Put, Rachel Put Rachel on the phone for but,
1: me. And make sure she goes into yeah. a private room with mom and dad around. Yeah. Very funny.
0: Uh. Wowzers!
1: (laughs) Hopefully that never happens. No, no hard feelings though. Like you know, we still just sibling code. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we are about halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've added quite a few uh, little tangents to to the question, which is fine. It's good. So, in week five, we talked about helicopter parenting. So, for those of you who don't understand what helicopter parenting is, it's basically parents who are overly involved in their kids' lives, right? They're, like, so involved in basically pushing their life on them, you know, making them do things because it's what they wish they could have done as they were kids. I don't know. Can you explain it deeper than that? Yeah.
2: So, it's that. It's also, like you know being that voice for your kid in every area of their life is how i would explain uh, yeah. it right so like they fail you like fail the test at school and, and I'm, I'm gonna sweep things. in and right. i'm gonna talk to your teacher i'm, I'm gonna, gonna say call the teacher and... they didn't mean to right. do it and they really studied and i yeah you're gonna sweep in and try to fix all the problems because you don't ever want them to fail you want them to be the successful amazing person all because it reflects on your parenting Right. Mm-hmm. Well, right. More yeah. or less. Not really. But well, no. Yeah. That's no. Right. That, no that's, that's how they feel. Probably. Yes. yes. That's right. how parents feel because you feel like if my kid is not successful, that means I must have done something mm-hmm. wrong. That's what tends to happen. It's not the truth. Right. Right. Like that's what all parents struggle with. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what a helicopter parent is. So,
0: so the question is: Looking back, did you see areas where we acted like helicopter parents?
1: Oh gosh. I can I can only think of ones where you didn't, but um like, oh, you cheated. You get to email your teacher. <laughs> I'm not I'm not stepping in there. That's on you, bro. Like that's I don't know. I'm trying to give them more time to think cuz I can't think of anything, but I can only think of times where it was the opposite, where I wish you were helicopter parents and you weren't. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> For my own selfish reasons, but well, I, I think
0: on some level we I mean, we tried pretty hard not to be, mm-hmm. but I still feel like we did though. I feel I still feel like we did a lot of things to keep you from feeling the pain of certain situations. Or I feel uh, like
2: Allie has a story. Come on, Allie. Uh-huh. I really want. To I hear have one it, in my I head. If she can't think, think of it, which, where I think she would probably she got frustrated that I got involved in the situation.
1: Okay. Um, for me, it would just be the point where I was done playing soccer. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to play anymore. It was something that was causing me more anxiety than anything else. I wasn't mm-hmm. having fun. It was just more, it was, it was stressing me out to no end. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want me to quit. And I was ready to be done. Because you and had put so much time and effort and yeah, all those years and of I money. I get that, out, right? but they, they they were pushing hard for me to keep going i didn't understand i mean i understood why but i also like i don't know why they just didn't they couldn't see that it was causing me more pain than anything else at this point Mm -hmm. so yeah i guess they Mm -hmm. were putting more of their own like oh but you're so good at it yeah right we spent so much time on this
2: so what what do you think that's actually that doesn't surprise me about that situation i had another idea in my head but another thing that you might say in your head but or i thought you might say um but what do you think was finally the catalyst of like us, like y- uh, us hearing you in that and not changing or did it, or has it not like with the soccer thing? Like, was there something that happened or do you still feel like, like, oh, they're still disappointed or, oh, they like.
1: I mean, I remember having a conversation with it, about it with you guys mm-hmm. and just being very like, I feel a lot of resentment from you two towards me for mm-hmm. quitting
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so I remember like talking that out and mm-hmm. you guys explaining like oh this is like maybe why there's still some lingering like I wish you would have kept playing mm-hmm. but I think since then like it's fine now so well not to put in my two cents but just a little just a little thing is I also I think like soccer was a really big direction in your life and you didn't really have not that you had nothing else but that but you <laughs> no <laughs> you did you were always Because you were always a straight A
2: student.
1: You got no purpose now. No, that's not it. But, like, you were always a straight A student, obviously. So you had lots of things going for you. But just, like, when you spend that much time and energy and effort into something and you're that good at something, when you quit, I think for me as a parent, I'd be like, oh, but what if that's what she was good at and she just wants to give up because she's not, you know, it's just getting harder, right? You know, but she needs to push. And what if she doesn't find anything that she doesn't like As much as that or whatever. But especially now, since you know very clearly what you want to do and you knew pretty, not pretty early on, but you like knew, you're like, I want to go into this and do this and this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to be good at and I'm going to work hard for it. And so once they saw that direction change, I feel like it probably was easier, you know, like if I all of a sudden was just like, actually, I don't want to do theater, but I don't know what I want to do. They'd be like, "Mm -mm. (laughs) we're not doing this right now. Like, (laughs) Pick a new path because we aren't <laughs> going nowhere. Like I don't We aren't going. We're not on the path to right. nowhere. For me, it would be, <laughs> for me as a parent, it would be an uncertainty thing. Like, a, oh, no. What if that's what they were meant to do? And they're just, you know, backing out of it, you know, too soon. Yeah. But, so I feel like definitely now, I mean, you're, I'm not the one in the situation, but definitely now I feel like there's not anything mm-hmm. there.
2: I don't know. I would agree. Thank you. So. Thank you for making me feel better about that
1: statement that I just say Thank you.
2: The actual situation I thought you would say was there was a situation in middle school where... <laughs> with a boy? Mm-hmm, oh! Where no. a boy posted oh, something that. on Yeah, that show. was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. Because
1: I had this thing with this boy... middle school relationships you know and i told him i didn't like him or something happened (laughs) and he got mad at me (laughs) and then posted something on the internet about how i was like ugly or something and i was like whatever like but they saw it and were like oh my god they like emailed the principal made this huge deal i didn't know that i can handle myself people I am a strong, independent. But woman also, they should be school. expelled for bullying. So. But also, they shouldn't have gotten involved. <laughs> so I agree with that. That's a good example. Mm, so I didn't even think. I didn't yeah. know how far that one went.
0: Yeah, I remember that, but I I don't remember it being like we went to the school because. Oh, mom went to the oh, school. Oh, I know, but it wasn't because <laughs> of you.
1: I know, but I was involved, and so then was like, oh My Ali must have been so hurt it. and complaining about this comment. It made they it such a bigger deal than it was. Got it. So, yeah, but really, yeah. I was like putting okay, cool You know, yeah.
0: so it was it was us overstepping. But I, I mean, I think we went to the school because it was a like it was a pattern you could see with no, not just that in, boy, but other boys. Yes, it, it was. It was, a, was yeah. Well, it was all it like was, Ask FM.
1: Like, let's make yeah. anonymous comments about Yes, all right, yeah. it, was right. like a, a it was like a lot of online sp- bullying from yes, lots of those guys yes. that needed to be talked I guess it about. Was, happened in general, but still.
2: It was kind of, I feel like the start of social media, the rating of girls Mm -hmm. and, and you would hear stories in the news of girls killing themselves because they were, you know, getting talked about like this and and it felt like bullying. And so I'm, I think for me that, that was like what was happening in the world. And Mm -hmm. so it was like, oh no, you're not. That's what you think is going to happen, but watch this. So, yeah. Ali was not happy. No, I was not. She was not. Happy. Ty, you have anything to add? I'm sitting over here. You you sit over here so quiet, but then you so have hard. these, like, yeah. these nuggets to say that I just need to hear. I don't know. I you don't, don't know. have to have anything. That's okay if you don't I,
3: I can't think of, like, an exact example in my life, but I think, I don't know if this relates to the whole, like, I um, don't know your like definition of helicopter parents but this is kind of what I kind of thought of when you guys were talking about it um I think this is out of like complete care and love from you guys but Mm -hmm. it comes off a little differently as only for me probably you guys see it um probably differently but I think you guys just throughout your life you guys have learned things and which everyone does but Mm -hmm. it's like you um you try to, like, hide us from those things, which I think, I, as I said, I think it's purely out of care. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't want us to experience those same things. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it's, like, we have to live our own life. Like, mm-hmm. we can't be, like, hidden under this, like, blanket of, like, <laughs> don't do this, don't do that. Like, just, like, restrictions on stuff, which it's, like, I know it's all purely out of, like, care. But I think...
2: So what's it an is.
3: example? Can you give like a real life yeah. example? Right now, I mean, I, every time I log on to Hulu, it says Tyler Kids with a little box. Oh, I mean, oh, I can't no. watch Anything I probably rated okay. PG-13 and up. He's <laughs> 16. I understand something did happen in the past where like it was on me, but I learned through myself and like I learned from that experience, mm-hmm. which is like you guys did put restrictions on them right after that, which was fair. I agree with that. But I think, like, throughout time, like, I think it's not necessary now. Yeah. And it's, like, I think I learned that my whole like You guys didn't put that on me before, but mm-hmm. I learned myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I went through that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of, in my life experience with you guys, how I see that, I guess. It's just.
2: So do you feel comfortable bringing those things to us and saying, like, hey, like.
3: Not really. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of conflict, <laughs> so I don't, like. I you guys are just scary. We're uh, scary. I would be totally fine coming to him with stuff, but
0: you, no. no, <laughs> oh, no I'm no. sorry. Here's
1: why. Because he doesn't want to disappoint you. And he doesn't want to, he likes your guys' you know. He cares a lot about what you think. That's why. Sorry to expose you, but it's because he cares a lot about what you think. So he doesn't want to get in conflict with you because he doesn't want something to happen. And because he cares a lot about your opinion of him. And, you know, mm. just tell him come on it's deep, for, deep, for, deep dude, for,
3: the for the podcast it's for the podcast
2: it's the podcast
1: I will admit it's too like that's yeah. why I'm bad at conflict because I'm a people pleaser and when I care about relationships that's when it's really hard so Ali sorry I don't care about you Because con- obviously conflict between us is very easy but <laughs> usually if I'm in like a you know a mm. hard situation with people yeah, sure. that's where it comes from is not wanting to disappoint her yeah ruin a relationship over something that you don't think is worthy of it,
2: even if it's not good for you, you know, Mm -hmm. you know. But I would say that you, there have been times where you have come and you have said like, Hey, I don't think that like, cause so Tyler has screen time on his phone. So (laughs) screen time was not something that was around when the girls, when Allie never had to live through screen time, like Rachel talked about because it didn't exist. And then all of a sudden it existed and we were like, this is fabulous like if you're a junior you can <laughs> so, argue like me but you have come to me at times and said hey it's christmas break hey we're on vacation hey this or this or this can you take my screen time away can you change this do you feel comfortable doing that stuff or is that like a, you're coming to me and you're like oh, oh, oh. No, oh screen
3: time is a whole different time. i think it is the worst because like, it seems unnecessary It seems it's right. so unnecessary and it's like i feel like it's a level of controlling at some point yeah and I think it's just a way of parents controlling their kids. Yeah. And I think Apple literally put that in there for that reason. Like, what else is screen time for? I think they should have made it, not for parents to like, I can't even access it. There's a code. Right. right and it's like, right. I think that's just even worse. Well, it's because it's like they leave the code until you're
2: 18. Be,
3: that's also right. stupid. But I, I, I know, think I agree. It should it should have been made for people to put it on their own phones yeah. to control that for themselves. Because you can't not can. for parents, maybe for toddlers who they don't want their phone on for like five hours every day, you know, I understand that. But for like teenagers, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's honestly kind of as I said, controlling. And it's like I've just with that I just it's I feel it's so stupid to where I feel comfortable with it. Yeah. I'm like, I think at some point it just needs to fully go away. But I'm like, yeah. it's yeah. break, it's yeah. summer. Like yeah. it's just there's no point. And it's like I don't want to have to sit, you know, on my bed and not be able to do anything. So it's like I'd rather have my phone. And it's like yeah. I don't want to just not do it. Yeah so
1: okay once again from a different perspective i agree with you i do wholeheartedly obviously i argued the exact thing (laughs) um but i definitely you know things like that can be unnecessary once you get to a certain age but obviously it goes case by case with kid and like you know the older like everyone is different with technology but especially kids and technology and like it's just such an all-encompassing thing and it can become so unhealthy at times like social media and stuff like I'm at a point where I feel like it's not unhealthy and I manage my own time fine. And screen time came in a little too late for me. So, you know, whatever. But I could have used something like that. My senior, my sophomore year, when I was up way too late FaceTiming boys, I didn't need to be FaceTiming for no reason and getting no sleep.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like, I there was no reason for that. But because I could sneak around while they were asleep and it was fine and that they shouldn't have had to catch that. You know what I mean? But it's like things like that, maybe at that age would have been appropriate. Mm-hmm. But once you get to a certain page, you're right, like you learn from it and you grow from it and then it needs to go away because mm-hmm. at that point it's like trust needs to be reallowed, you know, I agree with you. But, you know, I think it definitely depends case by case with kids and depends on age and that kind of stuff. But,
0: yeah. And the other, yeah, the other thing too is like once you become parents, you'll realize how hard it is mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. how are you, you supposed? To learn? you brought up not helicopter parenting, but you brought up like us being sheltering parents like sheltering Mm -hmm. you from certain things keeping you from experiencing certain things and it's tricky like that's the that's one of the hardest parts about parenting is trying to find that fine line between like how much sheltering should we do because God wants us to do that God wants us to put you in a safe place in a safe environment but then where's that line where you then also have to experience the world and you have to have conversations about the world and teach you about the world Mm -hmm. so that like when you leave the house and go out and do things like then you're confident and you don't just run into all sorts of wild and crazy things you know Mm -hmm. out of the blue because we shelter you so much and that's i mean that's just with basic stuff that's with tv that's with you know i think social media and technology has been growing exponentially along with your age Mm -hmm. so we've had to We've had all of these things as parents just coming at us, like, oh, now there's Snapchat. Oh, now it's TikTok. Oh, now mm-hmm. it's Ask FN. Like, I mean, all this stuff coming at you 100 miles an hour and you're trying to figure it out. Right, because right? you're
1: not even a part of it age generation yeah, You're trying to figure out,
0: is this something I'm supposed to shelter my kids from? Is Do I need to set limits? Like, And, you know, you hear horror stories on, on the news, you know, about how these platforms are being used. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, crap, are my kids using it that way? You know? Right. So it's I can't even imagine when you get to our age and you have kids like what, what the technology is going to do and, what, and what you guys will have to do to try to be, parents, it'll be interesting. It'll
2: be fun to watch to be grandma and grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Like just do whatever you want. Rules, no rules.
0: They won't let you use that app. Oh, that's so rude! You can use it in our house.
1: <laughs> Come on. Parents. Me and Allie have already <laughs> about that. We're gonna spoil each other's kids. Oh my goodness. Be the
0: cool aunt and uncle. Okay. So there you have it. That was the first half of our ruthless parenting assessment. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope there was something that you could take away from it, being a fly on the wall and sitting around and listening to our family kind of debrief after an entire series of information that. That Tammy and I put out there on parenting Um, and interesting to hear, right? Some of our kids agreed with the the content that we put out there and sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they were like, no, that didn't work at all. So great to have that conversation for us as a family, but also hopefully it uh, was something that helped you as you listened to it. So that's it. Like I said, part one over done. Uh, part two, if you're interested in continuing the conversation with us, um, it's live at the same time. So you can head right over and click play on the next episode and you'll jump right back in as we tackle uh, questions six through 10. So thanks again for joining us. Uh, Have a great week. And until next time, keep transcending human. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. For more information, you can go to TranscendHuman.com where you'll find additional content as well as ways to contact us and links to our social media channels. Thanks again for subscribing to the show and we'll see you again real soon.